Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, crypto nerds of all ages, have we got something special for you today. If you're interested in real estate, if you're interested in, oh, I don't know, NFTs, if you're interested in crypto payments, if you're interested in mortgages and crypto and real estate, then stay tuned. All right, as promised, we want to talk about real estate, mortgages, crypto. We've got Nathan Lalonde here for us. Nathan, welcome to the channel. I appreciate you hopping in and being being willing to talk crypto with us. How are you doing today? Doing great, Monty. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So you've got a unique presence in the crypto space. So first of all, you go by at CryptoLitNathan on Twitter. So if folks haven't followed you yet, they should give you a follow here. I'll put it on the screen for everyone. So you can gain a, a few more followers there. You've got some great educational content there. And yeah, that'd be great. You're also in the real estate market. So you're you like me are, are a fellow crypto nerd and you know a real estate nerd at the same time. And our fans really like that. I end up being more on the finance side and the vesting side. Um, but I think you've got unique perspective into um, clients' home buying experiences, right? That's correct. You know, um, at the moment we haven't seen too much going into uh, people asking about crypto within real estate, but I think it's gaining some momentum. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I would say, yes, it is definitely gaining momentum. We're in a situation where, uh, you know, we're, we've got, uh, we've got crypto mortgages that just make news. We've got NFTs that are selling, you know, houses and every day it seems like there's something new in the news title companies accepting crypto. And it's a really exciting time to kind of, merge the two and see what's going to happen in the next five to 10 years. Uh, you were kind enough to agree to meet with us. We've got four or five questions if we've got time to go through them um, and really just sort of get your perspective as um, you know, an agent, you know, working with the Boutwell properties there, home light real estate agent. You've, you've been in the business, around the business. You talk to people who are shopping for homeowners. You talk to people who are trying to sell their house. And so I'm really wondering, let's just dive in here. From a, okay. a real estate agent perspective, how often does it happen that people ask about a crypto payment? How, how often does that does that happen? Yeah, you know, like I said, it's not happening a whole lot just yet. I think we're so new into the crypto, whole crypto space um, that it's really not on a lot of people's mindsets yet. Um, you know, when we're looking at individuals, and really the number one question that kind of comes up when they do mention crypto is, can I use some of my crypto as a down payment in the process? Right. Yeah. Um, you know, not too many crypto whales out there that I've experienced yet who are looking to buy the whole house with their crypto. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the general answer to that question is, yeah, you can use your crypto as a down payment. Um, you do, unfortunately, have to cash it in, sell it. Uh, transfer it to fiat and transfer that into your bank account. Uh, and then it has to sit there for 60 days to be counted by your lender or mortgage company as uh, an asset that can be, you know, considered in your mortgage. Perfect. But uh, I, was, I was just going to ask feel, about that seasoning requirement, 60 days. So do you talk to people that, and you're like, oh, okay, well, let's plan ahead. Let, let's cash out now and you know, do you think we're going to get kickback on that because it's a down market right now? People don't, don't want to cash out. They just want to buy the house in, in Bitcoin, let's just say. 
Yeah, and that's going to be a challenge, you know, because um, like you said, 60 days is a long time for people who are wanting to buy now, you know, mm-hmm. um, and but that's unfortunately where we're at in the majority of the lending. And I think that we're going to talk a little bit more later about some alternative lending methods, um, mm-hmm. but that's where we're at currently with like the traditional mortgage company. Okay. Um, now, uh, you did mention a good point. Are people going to want to cash out in this current market? You know, um, they may have bought at the high side of the cycle uh, back when Bitcoin was in the 60,000 range to 70,000. Um, and so if they were to cash out now, they would really be looking at a loss. But I think what you're finding in regards to people who are wanting to use their crypto as a part of their real estate transaction I believe it's going to be the more seasoned crypto investor, you know, those people who knew uh, that they needed to take some profits out of the last bull cycle and kind of mm-hmm. keep some of that on the side, or maybe uh, take some profits out of it and buy back in at a lower time frame or a lower point. So I mm-hmm. think uh, most of those types of people, they did take profits when it was high. They've now reinvested when it's low. So those types of investors may not be so hesitant to use or sell their crypto to go ahead and do one of these real estate transactions. That's true. And in a market like this, uh, real property, physical asset might be seen as a hedge um, or, you know, you know, some kind of real world use for funds right now. Crypto is pretty volatile. Um, I hate to see, you know, crypto leaving the space, but at some point in time, you know, it, it has to get used for for everyday living or big purchases and it's got to be put to good use. So I, I kind of like it. Um, let me ask you this. So that's that's the 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 home buyers who wants to put down payments. You know, what about listing? Are people who are listing homes open to taking crypto or does that not come up because like they have to convert it anyway and most people would convert it to fiat to be you know eligible for the the mortgage situation anyway yeah you know i think when we're talking about from the seller's perspective there's a couple of things to consider you know now it's not on a lot of people's radar um and some of that i think could be changed if the local mls would update their systems to be to allow you basically to flag that you would accept crypto as a source of payment you know right now if you're out there searching for properties uh and you are an fha uh buyer you know you're getting a loan through an fha uh mortgage you know you can easily plug into the search criteria on your local mls and say well i need stuff that's going to be available uh, that, that they haven't checked off that FHA financing is available. Um, and right now we don't have something like that for crypto, at least not in my market, which is the Houston area. Um, with, but I don't think they do the in any markets. I, I talk right. to people all over the U.S. Nobody said that. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, for, for it to be a scenario where it's starting to be considered as finan- uh, available financing within the real estate uh, for sellers, the MLS is going to have to start, you know, adding that ability for people to search mm-hmm. as as that is one of the financing criteria. The second thing that I think is tricky is, you know, what's the what as a seller, what would be your intention with a crypto? Um, do you want to immediately convert it over to fiat and then transfer it to your bank account? Because if so, you look at a crypto transaction and, you know, say we close tomorrow and then you get the the Bitcoin transferred to your account and Bitcoin dives an hour later before you can cash it out. 
you know, you could turn a house from, uh, you know, $500,000 house basically and have an immediate loss on it. But if you as a seller are looking as a long-term investment and you're not planning to transfer that crypto out uh, into fiat, um, you know, then right now would be a great time to accept crypto as a payment while we're in that bear market um, territory because you accept Bitcoin now as a payment for your home um, when it's sitting right around that $30,000 level uh, two years from now after the Bitcoin halving is done and we start back up towards the, the typical bull cycle in crypto, you're going to be looking yeah. like a genius because you could easily double, triple, uh, 5x your value that you received for your home. Right. If you could afford to leave it there and, you know, long term, I think it's probably the Correct. key there. Yeah. Um, and it's so, you know, I, I could see that happening. Like you and I are probably comfortable doing that. But I don't know how many homeowners out there in the world are really comfortable doing that at this point in time. It's it's a tough call. Um, you know, I, I could see that happening more and more and at least more people having the conversations um, mm -hmm. right now. Um, what do you think is needed for more people to have those conversations? You, you know, is are we going to go? How do we go mainstream? I guess is, is, is what I'm trying to lead to. <laughs> how, how does everybody consider Bitcoin? You know, I think probably Miami. Miami is mm -hmm. going to be the first market where it just becomes like, oh, it, this is normal. The mayor of Miami is taking payments in Bitcoin. He's taking one check in Bitcoin, one check in Algorand. And, you know, he's making it normal there. I think there's a Miami mm -hmm. coin right now. Um, you can pay your taxes in Miami, your city mm -hmm. taxes, what have you, with with uh, with cryptocurrency. So they might be the first place to normalize it. But the rest of, uh, you know, America in, in Houston, I mean, I'm in Dallas, uh, you know, somebody in Idaho. <laughs> when when do they get uh, used to paying something in crypto? Is it is it really real estate, or is it they get comfortable with it as a payment, or is it um, you know they, is it taxes? The government starts taking it. There's some kind of a CBDC. When when do people get comfortable with this? Yeah, that's uh, a real good question. You know, I think it's a lot of different things can flow into that. You mentioned Miami. Miami's really setting themselves up to be the crypto hub of the U.S. Um, you know, a lot of the crypto startups are happening in Miami or in Florida uh, in regards to real estate. So when Miami kind of leads the way, hopefully, uh, then surrounding areas will kind of adopt what they've been doing over there as well. Some of it, I think, is a generational thing. You know, um, the majority of home buyers right now are kind of people who are, uh, you know, not necessarily first-time home buyers maybe from 30s and up is where we're looking you know for for home buyers right now because a lot of the people who would traditionally be a first-time home buyer in their early um, or mid-20s to early 30s some of those people are being priced out by the current market so um you know what i think needs to happen is as those younger as the market shifts and maybe things cool down a little bit uh, where uh, sales aren't so heavy and competitive, you know, as those younger groups get back into real estate, um, you know, and start purchasing again, the younger group or the younger generation is a lot more quick to adopt these newer technologies. So I think a lot of them are going to be more likely to be using crypto. You know, when you look at people that are my age, you know, um, uh, the majority of people who are, you know, 45 and older, they're not even looking at crypto, you know? Yeah. Um, so 
and then it gets to real estate as well. Realtors, uh, two thirds of realtors haven't even looked into crypto, much less know what it is. And only about 2% in a study that was done by Homelight, uh, only about 2% of realtors would really say that they're an expert in crypto. So that conversation yeah. isn't really even happening in real estate because the majority of realtors aren't even bringing it up. Um, mm -hmm. And then you have the majority of buyers being in that range of at that age where they're not really considering crypto either. And they're more traditional than their investments. Yeah. So as that age kind of changes, I think that we'll start seeing more adoption. Um, lastly, I, I, I think that as we see crypto, um, you know, in the last bull cycle that ended uh, in the end of 2021, you know, we topped out a right around that $3 trillion range and it was really starting to gain some hype. But as we moved into the, to the bear cycle, interest in crypto has died down. You know, uh, when it's not soaring upwards of 70 grand, people lose interest. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think what we're going to need to see is uh, again, a move up into the bull cycle, which is going to happen uh, traditionally after the next halving event for Bitcoin payments. Mm -hmm. um, and then when we get into that bull cycle, you know, an increase in uh, in market capitalization somewhere upwards of maybe 10 trillion, something like that, that really starts capturing people's uh, interest and lets them know that, hey, crypto is here to stay. It's not going to zero tomorrow. You know, right. the typical uh, FUD that's put Doom out and there. Gloom, yeah. 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 So uh, when that right. kind of comes around, I think we'll start to see a lot more mass adoption. So it's not happening tomorrow, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, I mean, no. when we start talking about generational change, <clears throat> we're really looking long-term. And I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Gen X folks are probably not paying with crypto. Um, right. Even the, the oldest millennials now, <clears throat> I think, are like 39 or, you know, they might even be 40 at this point in time. You know, that, that, that millennial range is actually, you know, just sort of, you know, like – defines anybody young, you know, but really millennials are, are, are you know, over 30 now at this point. Um, and so that Gen Z, Zennials, uh, I think they're calling them now or something along mm -hmm. those lines, right? There's there's mm -hmm. a couple more terms out there. Um, I right. think you're right. These these folks who are first time home buyers are going to ask those questions and press the envelope. Um, you mentioned that study from Homelight. I did see that one. And interestingly, I the, the thing that I saw was there were two categories there. And it was percentage of agents that were interested in crypto or had mm -hmm. already started researching them. And if you combine mm -hmm. those two categories together, it was about 45%, something along those lines. Um, and so not quite half had said, you know what, I'm interested. I'm already looking at this, maybe a quarter or somewhere around that number. And another right. 20, 20 some percent had said, I'm going to go start looking at this right now because it keeps coming up. And so yeah. I look at that as like leading indicator. Th those are trends to me that say, okay, they realize this is coming. It's probably against their nature to like, you know, look at change. Real estate agents traditionally, like they like the way that it's done. They want their forms done the same way. And those organizations um, really encourage a lot of, um, you know, methodology there. So you, they, they want the, the, the process to go the same way every time. And it helps the process, quite frankly. So we, we want that right. kind of structure in place. Um, but right. you're right. I think those first time home buyers are kind of going to be the ones that ask those questions and press the envelope. Um, and, and there's a few companies, too. I've seen a few that have sold houses as NFTs and they've made national press. Uh, right. 
has anybody asked you about selling their house as an NFT as just a PR move, trying to get like some of that national attention? <laughs> if I sold my house as an NFT, I might get more interest from you know one of those whales that you mentioned earlier. Right. Yeah. You know, I haven't had anybody kind of bring that up yet. And actually, when I brought it up to them, they're kind of shocked by by yeah. the uh, the proposition, because most people look at an NFT as some form of digital art or profile picture that uh, that somebody's selling for crazy amounts of money and there's no value behind it. They don't even really know what an NFT is yet. Um, so that's the funny thing about all of that, you know, and an NFT is really a way, um, you know, it's that non-fungible token, something that's tokenized on a blockchain, something that's indivisible and you can prove ownership for that NFT. So, um, you know, really NFTs could be used for any number of things, you know, a home title, a card title, uh, rights to a song, rights to a movie, you know, so most people aren't looking at that yet, but I really do think that that's the way that the industry will start moving because NFTs will be a disruption within real estate. Not necessarily as far as realtors go and what a realtor's job is, you know, um, because I do think realtors are going to be needed for the, the traditional stuff. We provide value in our services. We provide market knowledge, the ability to know how to uh, price a home correctly that can't be done by algorithms. So many algorithms are out there trying to do it and failing miserably. Yeah. Um, you know, and we're going to continue to provide value in uh, how to actually market a property, sell a property, stage it, and all that uh, other things. But, mm -hmm. you know, I really think that um, that NFTs are going to disrupt that whole title process in the future. Yeah, I think so too. I think the title companies in general are susceptible to um, being replaced by blockchain technology because it's mm -hmm. better. I hear a lot of folks who <laughs> want to you know, put everything on chain and sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes it doesn't make sense, but title to me makes a lot of sense because yeah. it's clear ownership, chain of title, it's transparency, it's, it's immutable, it's on, it's on a ledger somewhere, you can verify it. Um, and I think that that process probably in 10 years or so, we'll talk about, you know, the future here in a minute, but I, I, I think that one is probably uh, going to, uh, you know, merge some title companies and, and get some folks, uh, you know, either, you know, reduce yeah, I costs agree. or incorporated. Uh, I agree. I think one thing that, uh, though, that really is needed in regards to uh, easing that transition for NFTs to be used in title. Um, right now, NFT space, it, it's very young, it's very new. Um, but it's also kind of insecure. Um, you know, we've seen OpenSea, which is the main exchange or marketplace for Ethereum NFTs. We've seen Open, OpenSea get uh, hacked a couple of times, um, mm -hmm. people losing NFTs out of their wallet, you know, and then just disappearing. So for us to tokenize the title for a home, put it on the Ethereum blockchain, for instance, um, and then transact in, in with that NFT on an exchange. I think we're going to have to get to a place in security, NFT security, where the level is just so much higher, where you can't transfer that type of NFT without going through a more complex um, method of validation or verification of who the owner is. Um, you know, proof yeah. of ownership for that NFT because. Uh, nobody wants to tokenize a million dollar home and then have it uh, ripped out of an exchange by a hacker. Um, yeah. Now, 
if a if an NFT a property NFT did get uh, hacked and and taken out, um, you know I think the hacker would have a hard time getting that uh, making claim to that property and taking access. But it's not really that part that you have to worry about. It's them turning around and selling it to somebody else on the cheap who thinks they're getting a property at a good deal and then that person's stuck holding the bag. So I think our security in NFTs is going to have to be a lot better before we can start really getting a lot of tra traction uh, with NFTs on property. I assume it will be some type of a dual path system where it's still done the traditional way for a decade and mm -hmm. done as an NFT as they you know, incorporate that. And I could see something where you know, maybe it's not on ETH. Maybe there's a, a new blockchain that, that comes around or maybe I, I'm a champion for um, Algorand. Um, I think mm -hmm. that that would work well for this. And there's probably a few others. And in in crypto winters and in, in bear markets, we always think, oh, you know, how many are going to survive this time? Mm -hmm. And I could see a bunch of these falling by the wayside and there just being a few left that are much more secure, mm -hmm. you know, have, have, have all the features that we're talking about. And I think that the cream will rise to the top, which is usually the case. And people just use those chains and not the other ones. So right. we'll see if Ethereum, you know, <clears throat> keeps that that number two position that they've got right now, uh, because you do read about all kinds of horrible things happening, uh, you know, with things yeah. like OpenSea or, you know, uh, Bored Apes, uh, you know, got hacked through their <clears throat> Discord channel. Um, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff happens. That's not Ethereum's yeah. fault, but, but, but they still happen and still brings negative publicity. Yeah, I think one other thing that will help as well is as we get more and more involved in our smart contract platforms, um, you know, Ethereum, Cardano, um, some of those other ones that have that smart contract capability, that there will be additional ways for us to write securities into how yes. um, these exchanges are done. So the more we get advanced in our smart contract platforms, uh, the better off I think we'll be. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about, uh, you made uh, mention of the fact that we we're going to talk about uh, alternative financing. Um, mm -hmm. Let's bring up some of them. So let's talk about DeFi. Um, and there's some some other options too. There's there's crypto mortgages. There's all kinds of you know different ways to possibly in the near future buy a house. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, what kind of impact do you see that these are, are going to have? Is this something that's exciting? Should we steer away? Is the security not there yet? What's your take? <laughs> Yeah, I do think that it offers a, a nice way for people who have all their investments in crypto, offers them a good way to leverage that crypto to get property. Um, you know, you've got places like um, Milo and Figure that are doing, you know, uh, basically crypto backed mortgages uh, for clients right now where you deposit your crypto with them. They approve you for a certain amount, um, you know, and basically they're writing your mortgage based on off that crypto as uh, as the backing asset for that mortgage. So, um, you know, I think we're going to start seeing more and more of that type of thing. Um, you know, those companies that are leveraging blockchain technology to bring speed, efficiency and savings into the mortgage process. Um, I think we're going to start seeing a whole lot more. Now, the concern with some of those uh, is that, like, say, for instance, with Milo, if your crypto uh, holdings drop 70 percent in value, Milo can basically do a margin call on your property yeah. um, or on your mortgage unless you can get it back to a certain ratio. 
And when we're in a crypto bear market, it's not uncommon to see an 80, 85, sometimes even 90% drop on some of these tokens or some of these coins. So when you're in that bear market, it could be hard for some uh, for some people to be able to sew back in enough to get their ratios back to that 70% or better level. You if know, that happens um, to one person, it's going to be terrible for the community. We, we, yeah. It would push us back years because, um, you know, just take some, you know, one bad case to, to put out that negative publicity like that. And then crypto would right. be the, the evil house dealer. Yeah, exactly. So definitely don't want any of that, uh, that type of situation. But, you know, I, I do see that um, these these lending companies using crypto as the as the backing is going to gain more and more popularity. Um, you know, you've got so many places like Celsius and Nexo that are basically giving you loans on the crypto that you have deposited with them, BlockFi. Um, so we're getting more and more in that DeFi space, more and more of that lending going on. I think you're going to start to see crypto lending uh, really be a major player in real estate as we move on. Um, one of the other things that I thought was a real interesting uh, thing I came across was a, a company called GoKey that is basically doing real estate investments, um, you know, for not too much. A person can basically uh, sew into uh, a GoKey project and basically, uh, you know, invest in a real estate project for not too much. And it keeps us from having to go out and do, you know, buy a two hundred, three hundred thousand dollar investment property. You know, mm -hmm. why do that when you can be kind of group funding into one of these types of companies? And yeah. I think that that's one thing that you'll start seeing in NFTs a lot in the future as well. Um, you know, an NFT could uh, basically could be a, a crowdfunding thing for any project you could ever want to do. So if you've got a real estate development project, you could really issue an NFT out there and the holders of your NFT are basically funding into the project you're looking to do. Um, and you basically compensate them back, whether it be through monthly rents or anything like that, you're basically compensating back to the holders of the NFT. So. A lot of different opportunities like that that I think we're going to start seeing as uh, as people get more and more delving into the crypto space and, and seeing what the possibilities are. I've definitely seen an influx of crypto real estate projects regarding you know either fractional ownership or DAOs mm -hmm. or um, you know sort of that crowdfunding type of scenario. Uh, I work mm -hmm. with a company called Nada, and we have something called City Funds, uh, which enables you to buy into um, fractional ownership in a city. So in Dallas, uh, we raise money and you, you put in your funds and it buys uh, $25,000 stakes in all of these fractional homes. And so like we will go do the fractional home buying for you and then aggregate all of those, uh, mm -hmm. which is really cool. Like you, you could take advantage of a lot of these um, different features. Now there's a company called Lofty out there, which does it slightly differently instead of investing the money and then buying fractions of a hundred different houses like city funds does they take a uh, hundred and some odd people and everybody group funds and buys a house together. Mm -hmm. um, and so that, that happens as well. Um, real estate DAOs are coming. Um, we've been working on one for a long time and it, you know, did, has anybody come to you 
with uh, maybe not necessarily a whale, but cash buyers who's who need an agent, and because of your crypto lit, you know, um, you know, endeavors, right? That you might get somebody who comes to you and says, "Hey, there's a group of us who are a DAO, and we want to buy real estate." Uh, and if nobody's happened yet, like, why not? That's that's it, it's got to be on the horizon, right? Yeah, I, I haven't had any of that come to me just yet, but I do see that it will be something in the future. You know, uh, like you said, it just makes the investment process be so much easier, you know, where everybody uh, can can kind of crowdfund or pull their money together to go in on an investment property. Um, you know, it, it makes it so much easier to do. Um, so I really do think that we're going to start seeing a lot more of that. But again, it's kind of that uh, win type of scenario you know um is it going to be something in the next five years maybe not uh five to ten years probably so yeah i think so by the way um i just want to say kudos to, to boutwell um Boutwell properties and home light um home light team actually put us in contact with each other and in the first place and for them to be open-minded and be thinking about this and respond to my my search for subject matter experts i think is you know part of that that leading curve so i just want to throw that out there and, and give them uh thanks for being sort of on the front line of this and being open to it in the first place because as we're talking through this it just it you know it's it's apparent that it's not on most people's minds you you cited that statistic earlier only two percent of agents are really comfortable with crypto right right yeah so not many agents are comfortable with it um you did mention the leading indicator though that about 40 percent were, were starting to look at it and that's really good to see because they're probably where i was about three years ago you know uh just starting to get into crypto not really feeling super comfortable just yet but willing to learn um and, and as people start diving more into it really figuring out what crypto is because i think so many people still have no clue what it is um but really starting to dive into what crypto is um and doing their research you know as they get more comfortable with it people start to look on how they can leverage that technology and apply it to what they're doing and i think we're going to start seeing that in real estate more and more um it will really help, I think, if you have some of these bigger companies like Homelight, who is a little bit more forward thinking in how they do things, start to adopt crypto into their transactions as well. You know, Homelight came out with the all cash buyer program where they basically are going to buy a house for one of their clients. Mm -hmm. um, Power buyer you know, program kind of a deal. Yeah. Right. And, and then sell it, basically making them a cash buyer so that they can go get the property of their dreams, have a little bit better um, look to their offer because it's a strong cash offer. And then they uh, Homelight basically does the purchase for them and then sells it back to them um, under their mortgage company. You know, mm -hmm. if you get somebody like Homelight going in and doing some of these uh, some of these crypto backed mortgages, you know, where you can deposit some, your crypto with them to get a mortgage, you know, like that, I think would also kind of spur more of that adoption when some of these more traditionally um, completely real estate companies start diving into the space and picking up this technology that's when we get more adoption. And so it's really uh, was positive for me to be reached out to by Homelight, um, you know, seeing what my in my experience was with crypto and then wanting to hook us up and do this interview. Yeah, 
do you see some of those changes happening in the next 10 years? How quickly do you think that, that will happen? Definitely. Um, if you look at the, the adoption curve for crypto, I kind of liken it uh, or, or compare it to where the internet was back in the early 90s. You know, uh, when the internet was first starting to come around in the early 90s, you know, I asked my dad for a modem so I could get online and he thought it was crazy, yeah. you know, because it was this fringe technology, nobody used it. Um, but you fast forwarded from, you know, 93 when I first got online to the end of the 90s and all business was being or all businesses were starting to use the internet in their regular everyday transactions. And I really mm -hmm. think that that's kind of where we're at in, in crypto right now. If you look at, at the dollars, crypto is actually being adopted quicker than what it, the internet was back in the early nineties. So I really think that in the next 10 years, uh, you know, we're really going to see mass adoption of crypto uh i think it's going to blow our socks off on how quickly people start to use it and how quickly it's adopted and you know i saw a statistic that said 75 percent of all dollars in america are looking at implementing a crypto payment uh method within the next two years i think it was um and wow. that statistic blew me away um really did because that shows just how quickly people are diving into it, um, you know, and not just because it's a, um, you know, a buzzword or, or uh, you know, a flash in the pan. I think it's going to increase our business. Exactly. And it's shown yeah. that um, the majority of those people who have already started using it as a payment method have seen positive uh, results in their business and their yes. transactions. As long as it transacts safer, secure, securely, and is less expensive um, mm -hmm. to accept than maybe a Visa or MasterCard, then it will take off. I think that's yeah. a, that's an, that's another leading indicator right there. We've got you know seventy five percent of those folks are taking crypto. That's that's well on the way to mass adoption. I think, huh? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Well, uh, Nathan, I got to tell you, uh, great conversation, enlightening. Uh, I enjoy talking about real estate. I learned a few things today uh, that that that, uh, that study that uh, Homelight did was very enlightening. Uh, just figuring out the number of folks who are interested in this um, has been exciting. And I think it takes us getting on here, my YouTube channel, your YouTube channel, trying to talk about these things and, and bring more folks into the fold so that they are comfortable asking the questions. They can learn a little bit more and um, they can they can move on to the next uh the next stage, which is actually using it in some of these places. Uh, I will, of course, you know, link um, everything to you, but I will encourage viewers to go to Twitter right now and follow at CryptoLitNathan. And uh, Nathan, can we have you on the channel again some point in time? Maybe, maybe the next, uh, uh, maybe when you, maybe when you close your first uh, deal with a crypto mortgage, we're going to have you back on. That'd be awesome, Monty. I really appreciate the opportunity to get on today and talk with you. It's been, it's been, um, you know, and it does take people like you, like me, uh, really getting out there and making more of these topics uh, of discussion known to people. Um, so I really appreciate guys like you really delving into this crypto and real estate discussion. Uh, you know, I, I'm seeing more of that going on in our uh, in my local community. You know, our MLS is having a crypto and real estate uh, webinar. I'm doing one in our uh, in our chamber of commerce. So. I really am looking forward to as people like you and I kind of push and, and get behind this, that uh, we'll start seeing a lot more of crypto and real estate in the near future. All right. 
All right. Well, everyone, thank you again for watching. Uh, keep watching. We've got another two videos after this one regarding real estate, regarding uh, the blockchain, crypto, NFTs. It's going to be exciting. So as always, I am your crypto nerd. Thank you.